we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We're not bop doing it. We're doing it in the, was it, Boulon Francois? Les Roulet. Yes, that's it. What does that mean again? It's a Let good, the good times roll. Let the good times roll. I always ask Kelsey. Every, every time. Week. Every single time. Say it again one more time. Les Elebantons Roulet. See, Kelsey can speak French. I can speak English and some conversational Spanish when I <laughs> go down to Mexico. But we are not talking about Mexico. We are talking about Southern Charm, New Orleans. Welcome, everyone, to the Hot and Bravo podcast. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Kelsey, talking all things Socha, Nola, down in the Big Easy French Quarter. Get those hats popping. Get that parade going. Get that bourbon flowing. Because <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> uh. Let's start from the beginning, which basically is Reagan and Reese. So we're on the Reagan and Reese wedding train at this point. It's, it's not It's not stopping anytime it's soon. It's a full steam ahead. And their parents will be behind the train with shotguns if it should stop. Yeah, they are like, we need to get this wedding done ASAP. We find out that their parents are like... You got to get married. There's no, there will be no illegitimate babies. Yeah, they're like, we need, we need you guys to be wed. So this baby, when it comes and you know what, like, I get it. I get it. I understand. You know, they but want, I will say I wouldn't want to be pregnant in a wedding dress either. Yeah. I feel like that would be uncomfortable. And there's so much stress that comes with that day anyway. Yeah. I feel like just crank it out, get it out of the way, get it done at the beginning. Yeah. It's and fine. I personally am an illegitimate child. So, yeah. so like, and I've had no problems with it. We're not living in Henry VIII's time. No one's going to call me a bastard <laughs> unless I cut them off. Unless unless you are uh, <laughs> unless it's swerving deserved, down the highway. Probably. Um, I love how when they're going to pick out wedding cakes, Reese wants a horse cake for his <laughs> groom's cake. And I realized he's the male version of a horse girl. That is who Reagan is marrying. Mm-hmm. It's like when he was like, he's I want a horse it as a boy. He was like, can you make it like a horse? And I was like, what? Who wants a horse cake? Who's clearly like, what is he? 30? I have no idea, but it does make me feel better to know that he actually likes the horses he's working with because I did not get that vibe before when he was peeing in their stalls. Oh, you were just like, Oh, this guy just like works so on gross. the horse farm. Honestly, for all I know, the guy who, the guys who work at our barn could be doing that. And I would be just as horrified. You probably have no idea. But they not probably shocked. do it. Guys go to bathroom everywhere. I, it's I like, to, why I wouldn't be shocked, but I would still be horrified. Um, you want to know what I was horrified by? The fact that they're turning their wedding cake into a gender reveal for their kid. Yeah, talk about a mashup. Um, Gretchen Rossi is shaking in her boots that her <laughs> and Slade Smiley did not think of this prior. Yeah, and also televised. It's insane. It's like, I, that is the most tacky thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. She just needs all the attention she can possibly get. And then she's listing off all her bridesmaids. And Kelsey is listed at way before Tamika in Reagan's mental list, which I thought was telling. It's clear that her and Tamika have some kind of rift. Um, they look like they're fine now. I've been, I follow them all on social media. Right now, actually, they're... Um, 
dealing with Hurricane Barry. Oh my gosh. Which Tamika's been calling Hurricane Bay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> as she's been like reporting on it and uh-huh. stuff. But they're all safe right now. She did a she did a check in on Instagram or Twitter, and people were some of the Southern Charm people were responding. And Justin was like, "I'm drinking on the French Quarter, all good here." <laughs> and then John Moody's like on the beach somewhere writing his children's book, of course, because oh, wow, we love John Moody and his children. We need books. to get the children that book. Um, Reagan says something about her marriage to Jeff that kind of bothered me. Uh, at the end of this first scene and she basically says that she was saving face in a failing marriage and now she finally feels like this is the real love and this is her first wedding and like this is how it's meant to be which made me feel so bad for Jeff it's just so disrespectful to be saying these things on TV and to then be pretending you're friends with your ex-husband and purporting to have this relationship with him where you guys are close and still friends but you're shitting all over him every time his back is turned. And it's going to be televised. And he, he's going to see it. His family's going to see it. All your friends are going to see it. It's just really painful. It's really... Just like... It's just mean. It's almost like... It's almost like abuse. What like Because he's going to watch this over and over and over again. And these words are going to be out there forever. Like He could literally go on bravotv.com. And, you know, turn it on. It's It pains me for him to have to go through this and live through this again. I bet he's not watching the episodes because it's been mostly embarrassing for him. I mean, that's true. I mean, watching an episode would terrify me, especially if I was, like, blacked out. Yeah. Running around. Yeah, exactly. I will run again as... T- Having to watch your ex-wife tell you she's engaged two months... After your divorce is final, less than two months. It was less than two months. And then, we'll get into this later, but let's now move to Justin's drama. I was going to talk about, we find out Tamika's doing a joint birthday with her brother, Sunny, but that's the end of the episode, so we'll talk talk about about that. that We'll talk about that later. But Justin and Kelsey are having a little, did you want to say something? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, Justin and Kelsey are having a little bit of drama. Because Justin is going to the doctor and Kelsey thinks he's just getting like a steroid shot because he was involved in some like hit and run. Yeah, which we're hearing about for the first time. And now he has chronic pain and constant medical problems and back injections, I guess. I have no idea. But he's going to get spinal surgery and he did not tell his girlfriend. She thought he was literally getting a steroid shot and he's getting general anesthesia and spine surgery. They're burning the nerves in his back. That's crazy. It's insane to me. And she's like... And she's a nurse. Why wouldn't you want her Medical input. Yeah. That's, That's what I find the most bizarre. And I feel like... Part of me feels like the reason he doesn't tell her these things is because she's a nurse. And I think, like, he feels like, oh, it's just going to be fine. And, like, if I don't tell her, she won't have to worry. But this this plays out later. She wants to worry. She wants to be able to She wants have him that to think connection. about yeah. her, like, their partners. And, like, if something happened to him, that means something's going to happen to her because they're a package deal. Yeah, I mean... It just, makes perfect sense. And why wouldn't you want your partner... Like, you would want to know those things ahead of time. Yeah, it's like, um, hello... Like, what if something bad happens? What you, Like, that's he's telling her right before they go. You know what? I kind of think it speaks a little bit to Justin's immaturity, which I think could kind of be attributed to why maybe he is really nervous about the whole en- idea of engagement. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he's a li- like 
he is a mature person, clearly has a house, he's able to be stable, he's organized, he has a girlfriend, but, like, in certain aspects, he's not, like, developed all the way yet, and I think it's, like, that kind of, like, Peter Pan attitude where it's, like, oh, I don't need to tell my girlfriend if I'm going to, you know, I'm living my own life, I'm still a bachelor. I see exactly what you're I don't want to get engaged. Like, he's still stuck in that kind of It's almost like a power trip of not telling her, of, like, I don't need you, or you're not, like, really a part of my life. Yeah, because he's like, you know what? You got a dog, guys. You're stuck together forever. <laughs> yeah, that fur baby. Um, we see Carney Wilson giving <laughs> Reese Reagan and their families um, a tour of the wedding venue. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the wedding venue is actually interesting. It it's like, looked nice outside and disgusting inside, which yeah. Reese's mom was horrified to find. Well, that carpet... I agreed. I was like, this is gross. I mean, they're on a, they're on a time schedule, so I get it. You take what you can take, but I, I mean, who's going to be noticing the floor after you've had cocktails and it's on the reception? Clearly Michelle, which is Reese's mom, which I also have to say more terrified than the carpet. Um, Lauren Reagan's mom was terrified of Michelle. Uh, Everything totally. that she said, you could see she was like worried. Like, is this woman <laughs> gonna eat me? Like, she didn't look. She was terrified into silence. She did not have one comment. But I did love Michelle. I would love to see more of Michelle. She was like, she seemed like she tells it like it is. Yeah, I did like her. She was very a th- like a commanding horse lady through and through. Good, a good horse woman. <laughs> good horse girls. Next, we see Jeff going to a therapy session. He's finally admitting he has a problem. Thankfully, he didn't just run into nowhere and then wake up the next day ready to party again. He finally realizes he needs to address the Reagan issue and the depression and all the other problems it's causing in his life. He also said something like that I thought was really interesting. He's like, I'm a Super Bowl winner, so I need to have more fun than anyone else. Yeah. And I'm like, do you think because you're a celebrity or you are in this sport or you do this thing that there's like a certain persona that you have to be. And I think that's maybe kind of very detrimental to, you know, his actions and the way he drinks. Yeah. I also think that's just a bullshit excuse that he can kind of laugh off and be like, ha ha ha. I'm a Super Bowl winner. I have to do everything big. Like that's probably a response he's used to having and like an as his explanation. And it's probably yeah. something most people just laugh off. Yeah. And they're probably like, Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I thought it was interesting that he hasn't spoken to his family in two years. Well, they stole all his money. Yeah. I wouldn't be speaking to them either. That is true. And the fact that he's just like, I miss them and I should reach out to them. It's like, oh gosh, we need to call Reagan. <laughs> we need to. Reagan, remind him what happened. Reagan, do, you, do, you, do we need you? We actually need you for something. Um, speaking of Reagan, she then goes wedding dress, wedding shopping. dress shopping, which... We forgot to talk about this before the wedding dress situation, but in the last scene, Reagan reveals that Reese has not brought a woman home to meet his mother, and the first girl he brought home was Reagan a year ago. Yes, and so that would mean... During filming. During filming. During Jeff and Reagan's marriage. Reese brought her home to meet the mama. Another slip up. We keep seeing him. We keep I know, catching him. But them. we knew they would. Yeah. They're not smart enough to. No. I mean, Reese especially. Yeah. Reagan has like four more brain cells. He's like, I want a horse cake. <laughs> I Give want me a, a horse cake. A horse cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Reagan um, wedding dress shopping was really cute. I loved the Those one that the pink dresses. one that she wore was really nice. I was a little apprehensive at first because I was like, what kind of big bird dress is she going to get put into? Yeah, I will say I, I'm i not one for like a lot of flesh bearing at a wedding period, but I'm definitely not here for um, the full melon buffet at a pregnant wedding. What's a melon buffet? <laughs> In the first dress she tried on, her cleavage was insane. Yeah, it was crazy. That was the melon buffet. Oh, melon. Like melons. (laughs) Like watermelons or cantaloupes or other types of melons. I get it. Me, I'm like, what are... Huh? But no, yeah, her (laughs) tits were out. (laughs) That's a gay man in you. It's okay. I'm like, what? Melons? (laughs) Um... And like both dresses were basically completely see-through. Like the first one, you could totally see her ass cheeks. The second one, same thing. The second one was more tasteful in my opinion. It wasn't like, here's my tits, marry me. It was like, I'm a princess with big tits. Which is what she was trying to go for. Yeah. I think that's what everyone wants to go for. Princess with big tits. That's what I want to look like on (laughs) my That's what you want to look like? That's the goal. Um, her, Her friend... Doug is there. Tamika's not there, which is... None of her bridesmaids are there, and she complains about all of them. She gives excuses for why they can't come, including Rachel, whose excuse is that she's a mom. But But Tamika has no excuse. But it's also in the middle of the week. Yeah. That's what her mom said. And so, I mean, take off work I don't understand why Tamika's the only one getting heat for this, is my point. If all of the bridesmaids have a reason. Exactly. Then why, why is Tamika getting in trouble? Because Reagan has an issue with Tamika. Definitely. Um, the, there is an, a one other friend there that's in the wedding party, and his name is Doug, and he seems to be very important. So I want to mention him because it looks we like next, see next episode. next week, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a big part of the issue next week. So Doug is a friend that has been friends with Reagan since college. He's one of her bridesmen in the wedding. But because he's known Reagan for so long and they've been so close for so long, he got very close with Jeff, who she was married to. And now since they've broken up, he's still friends with both. And she kind of said it's like friendship custody between the two of them where they get to trade off. And he was with her this episode and it looks like he's going to be with him next episode. And we'll see what happens there, but it does not look good. I'll tell you that much. uh, Jeff, do we think Jeff will run again? He doesn't look like he runs. He looks like he closes the door. We'll see. We will see. Let's get to the birthday party. Tamika is having a surprise party for her brother and herself. (laughs) I threw my own surprise party once, actually. Wait, did you ever have you heard about this? No. It was my 18th birthday, and I wanted to throw a party, but I, like, didn't want to, like, invite people and not invite other people and, like, have people get upset that they weren't invited to the party. So I, I logged in to my parents' Facebook and messaged my friends as my parents and started organizing with them as my parents, my own surprise party. Oh my gosh, Eddie. So I knew the entire setup of the party. I knew it was going to go on. I knew who was going to be there. I, I went through their list and like, was like, Oh, as my parents, like, I think this person would be good. Oh, why don't you add this person? Which was, I created the guest list. And then I walked in to the pizzeria. And you had a fun night. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> and I, I knew the whole time. So, Tamika, I get it. I, I like to plan surprise parties for myself, too. But she knew about this one. She was surprising Sunny. Um, she also brings up the sex talk with Barry's son. What we found out was her stepson, right? Yeah, and he's uncomfortable. Well, who wouldn't be? Why are you bringing this up on camera? 
She was it's, doing it for the attention. I know, but don't do it to your stepson who's like, what, 18? Yeah. He's you know like what six, I mean? Six, don't six, embarrass 16. him yeah, that way. Like, and Barry was embarrassed too, which I thought was kind of pathetic because come on, if yeah. you can have sex, you should be able to talk about it. Yeah. But um, I thought it was wrong for her to bring it up and put that kid on the spot like that on camera about sex with talking about it with his dad. I mean, not cool. I mean, I, you Tamika, are I forgive ride you. or die Tamika. You will just never, whatever, whatever. I loved that. It was a blackout party and Tamika wore a rainbow skirt, not to be fully in black. After everyone told her they wanted her to wear the fully black look. They thought that was cuter. She still had to go with the rainbow skirt which as, i thought was hilarious as you remember i for my 21st birthday had a black at our backup party where everyone had to wear black and i wore all white so you know to me yeah I but get that's you. but that's your party not your brother's surprise it party. was her and her brother's party she needed to be the center of attention there was a 39 and a 37 on the table hmm. tamika's turning the big hmm. four zero next year hmm i did think it was really cute to see her and her little brother they clearly yeah. love each other that was very cute I loved seeing Rachel's um, like title underneath her name where it literally said everyone's friend. <laughs> it's best title. You'll never see that in Housewives. No, you'll never. Not on Cam- under Camille's name. That's for sure. That's for, Yeah, it's like everyone's enemy. Um, so the wedding, or, or sorry, not the wedding. Well, that's what I'm going to talk about. The birthday party starts and all that anyone can talk about is the wedding. Because <laughs> that's all that Reagan can talk about. And it's really annoying to Mika because she feels like Reagan's been coming into all these events and, I mean, only talking about the wedding, which... Kind of makes sense when you're planning a wedding. I mean, it's her second wedding. She needs to chill. True. Out. That is true. You know, I think I was giving her a little bit more credit and a little bit more leeway because I was like, you know, she's planning a wedding. It's gonna, And now I'm like, no. And it's a shotgun. I mean, yeah, she's busy. But come on. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. I'd be mad too. Team Tamika. Shotgun. <laughs> um, I, I, was, I was laughing though when... The, the Reagan's trying to figure everything out for the wedding and Kelsey's like, yeah, I have a florist. And then it shows this like got back scene of her taking Justin to the forest. And she's like, what would be in your wedding bouquet? And he's like, uh, <laughs> I'm like Kelsey's fully ready to get married tomorrow. She's got everything planned. <laughs> she's like, all right, it's se- section a in my playbook. You'll see in part C. Yeah. She's like, this is the florist you'll be using. His name is Jeremy. <laughs> Put the code on the door to get the secret entrance. Um, <laughs> But uh, Rachel has a little one-on-one with Jeff because Jeff is at this party mm-hmm. and he's kinda, not drinking. He's not drinking after his therapy session, which is probably a good move forward. No one should be drinking when they're that upset. Exactly. It's not going to help you. You're just going to drink more because you don't know how to cope without some kind of numbness. And alcohol is a depressant. It's yeah. not going to help you if you're feeling depressed. It's only going to make you feel more depressed. At least do an upper. I'm just, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Like, what's an upper? Like, have some caffeine. Okay, exactly. A, a, nice little coffee. A kosher upper. Go go to go to go to Starbucks. Get a nice little cold brew. Or you know what? Treat yourself. Get a frappuccino. Yeah, get a little sugar in there. It's not every day. You already won the NFL. Yeah, a Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, and then we see at the same time, Reagan is having a chat up on the roof and she has no faith in Jeff. Well, not the same time afterwards, oh, afterwards, but afterwards, with Rachel, with Rachel, but she has no faith in Jeff. You can see. Yeah. She says that he's a different person when he drinks and without her being his keeper, he's been out of hand. 
Um, and that he's kind of a pushover and he kind of just does what other people tell him to do and what other people expect of him and doesn't live for himself. And she's like, without me there to kind of guide him, he's falling. And I thought that was super bitchy of Reagan. Once again, throwing Jeff under the bus. I, I agree to a degree, but I also think she does have a good point when you're with someone who has a drinking problem and you're trying to help them figure it out and help them fix it and they won't and you're dealing with their volatile behaviors, that their is belligerent true. behaviors and the person who they are when they're drinking is not the person who they are when they're sober. That's going to put the strain on the marriage and that's going to make it hard. Yeah. Obviously, she cheated. <laughs> so... There's also that. She still loses <laughs> as far as who's done who the more wrong. But um, we don't know what was going on behind closed doors. We don't know what was happening in his clearly drinking fits he'd been going through. So I mean, he's ran multiple times on this show, and that's I not mean, normal. Trying to chase your husband down in um, a, a marsh is stressful enough, <laughs> I guess. That's all I can handle. Um, Kelsey and Tanika also have a little one-on-one and Tamika apologizes to Kelsey for the way that she acted at the mm-hmm. house marine party, but then goes even further to be like, I wouldn't get upset with you unless I cared about you, which I think is real about Tamika. And she kind of is like, I'm hard on you because I care. And she's like, she's like, if I did not think you were good enough for Justin, I would tell you. She's like, but I do think you're good enough. I think you're a lot stronger than you think. She's basically being like, don't be weak, be strong, be strong in my eyes and I will respect you. Which is exactly what Justin said Barry three said. episodes. Oh, Barry said, sorry, three episodes ago. I think this was just a total about face because she knew she really fucked up with Justin. So she had to go there and be nice and swallow her pride to Kelsey. Well, it looked like Kelsey ate it up. Kelsey oh, totally. was like, oh my gosh, totally. the queen bee has accepted me finally into this group. Gosh, if only my boyfriend will tell me about his surgeries. <laughs> well, let's, the party ends, but let's get to the surgeries again. Cause this, the episode ends with Kelsey and Barry. Justin. Not, sorry, Justin. Why did I just mix them both? It's been a long day, guys. We're getting tired. We're, we're almost toward the end of our rope. Um, in the episode, but Kelsey kind of brings up to Justin that she's still upset about the neck injury because she's let things go in the past. And she is like, we saw in the flashbacks, a saint that she, you know, she just is like, well, we'll just let it fly by. It's no big deal. <sighs> but, she uses this conversation about him not being open with his medical problems to segue into her usual thing about when are we getting married, which I cannot, I don't understand women that have this fight. You're in or you're out. Like, don't, I, I cannot, why are you going to try to force someone to do something they clearly don't want to do? It, it's clear that Justin doesn't even want to give her a pose because he says, let, we'll soon move into the next phase of getting ready to propose. And she's like, he said their next phase, like she asked what their next step in the relationship would be. And he said their next step in their relationship is moving towards an engagement. Are you kidding me? I mean, if I was her, I would be pissed too, but I would just be like, okay, we got to figure out what we're going to do about this house. We got to figure out the dog yeah. thing because this clearly isn't working out and I'm not going to waste any more time on you. But Kelsey is a little bit of a, it's kind of like, a, you know what it reminds me of? It's a Katie Maloney, Tom Schwartz situation. And look where they're at now. Not married. Oh, you guys didn't hear that scoop? They didn't <laughs> turn in their freaking paperwork, so they're not legally married. So he hasn't been cheating on her. No, but. <laughs> it's legal. But the rumor is, is that 
she has an ultimatum for him, either a baby or divorce now, or they're not going to just not get married. Well, I hope he divorces her so we can finally be happy. <laughs> Me and Tom Schwartz will finally be together. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but I mean, I understand where Kelsey's coming from, where she's upset that Justin's not telling her about the surgeries because like she said, we're not just going to be a superficial relationship where it's mm-hmm. just like the small things. Like we need to be there for each other and let each other know as partners what's going on in our lives because you can't keep secrets from each other because then there's no relationship. It's just two people cohabitating together. Yeah. Who just happen to maybe hook up every once in a while. It's sad to hear the way he talks about marriage too. Like he says he's having a hard time jumping off the ledge. That's just kind of like, this isn't a suicide attempt. This yeah, it's is not like, like planning your life together. He's like, I'm not, I'm not ready to take that first step. He's like, I'm not ready to jump off that ledge. I'm not ready to Her die. Her face was like, really? Like we're going that far to the ledges? Might as well say walk the plank. You know what? That's how he feels. I feel, I don't know. I don't know if this relationship's even going to really work. Like I feel like he does not want it. I think there's... We've seen, like, he's obviously a very sensitive, empathetic person. We saw how he dealt with Jeff. We've seen him be very thoughtful in a lot of different situations where it would be easy to rise to the bait, I think. Yeah. And so I think we're going to see there's a reason behind this. We're going to find out what is causing him to have all this hesitation. Yeah. Be it a past relationship or some something with his parents. I don't I mean, know. He lived with his parents. Like financial instability, debt. Yeah. I don't know. There's some reason why he's holding back other than just wanting to be on the single life because he re- renovated his childhood home to then move back into with this girl. Yeah. He was willing to live and she was willing to live with at his, his parents', parents yeah. home. Like if you can get through that, I think you can get through anything and you can tell they clearly love each other. He talked about her so much. Mm-hmm. So, so, so many sweet things this episode. Like when he was going into surgery, he's like, I'm just so lucky I have her. She's the yeah. sweetest, kindest, most amazing person ever had but it's like clearly she feels very insecure in herself and in the relationship to the point where she feels like if she has this ring if she has the marriage then she'll feel better but what she needs to realize is that she's in a very secure real relationship right now she just needs to understand that a ring's not going to change yeah a ring doesn't change anything exactly just you know he is right in that they need to keep building their life together and then if if that's what she needs, if she needs a ring to be happy, then she needs to move on. Yeah. Because why waste your time and why try to force someone into something? You're not going to, I don't believe in ultimatums. I think that's, I mean, forcing someone to do something they clearly don't want to do. Otherwise they wouldn't have to be forced. I mean, I have given ultimatums in my life before and they never work out well. So they don't work. Ultimatums are only good for instant gratification. If you don't give a shit about the person, give them an ultimatum and then waltz away. But if you give a shit about them and you actually care about how they feel and what you want from them is something that's reciprocated and you can't just give or take, it's a very different story. Well, we'll see how this all plays out. Next episode seems to be one that is going to be insane um, because... Our little double custody, uh, you know, double friend Doug, Doug, double custody Doug is going to tell Jeff that he's going to spill those beans. Reagan is Prego. Rego is Prego. I want to know what the producer said to him to make him spill those beans at that party. You know party. what they said? Here's $2,000. Oh my gosh. <laughs> here's here's two fifty. Did you hear though in the background them saying, you knew, you knew. 
So I can't Tamika wait. Tamika said that. I can't wait to hear the dirt. And if Tamika is really, we're seeing her for the first time this whole season, really have Reagan's back. I would like to see that still. Cause I do love to believe in a girl, some girl power and friendships and girl power. You know, spice, girls. spice girls. Exactly. Um, I'm very excited for next episode. Guys, Real House of Potomac, if you guys just listen to this podcast and you're like, it's really fun to listen to, but you guys aren't watching the show. This, this is Southern Charm New Orleans. What did I say? <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac. Watch Potomac too, but <laughs> Southern Charm New Orleans. Sorry, we did two podcasts We did back, back to back, back tonight. Because, I mean, you watch Potomac and NOLA. It's a good night. It's a good night it's of TV. It's a good night of TV Basically, for sure. watch Sunday Nights on Bravo if you guys want to get the hottest shows because Potomac and <laughs> NOLA are both killing it this season. NOLA is probably one of the best shows I've seen. One of the best seasons of reality TV I've seen in a long yeah. time. It's Roni Caliber. It's good. It's really good. It's not as funny. I agree. But it's not well. Potomac is so Potomac funny. Potomac is hilarious. Nola's just got the drama. Nola's almost like Vanderpump Rules kind of situation, like what old seasons of that where there wasn't. But really... it's a much more mature look it, at it, which I exactly. I really like that, and the the mature conversations they're able to have. I agree. And if you guys want to make sure you don't miss all the mature conversations that we have, <laughs> not, or the immature ones, yeah. On our podcast and not miss a single recap, make sure you guys check out us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys want to catch our Housewives history full, all three parts before anyone else, make sure you guys check out patreon.com slash hot and bravoed. We did a Housewives history on season five of Real Houses Beverly Hills, which was a great season. It was the one where Kim Richards went off the deep end again. And if you guys want to follow us on social media, you guys can follow us by searching Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Kelsey, how can people find you? I don't know. Well, you guys got to just try. <laughs> and I'm at underscore Strata everywhere. <laughs> Bye.